because too often when we're deficit minded, we're like, well, this is how life has to be. It's just, there's not, there, nothing, nothing good ever happened to me that, uh, oh, well, you know, I'll just have to grin and bear my life. It's not true. It's not true. Actually, let me look at my life right now. What are the things that I'm noticing on my resilience patterns? The things that I notice are actually actual themes that have patterns that have I, that I've had in my life for the specific place where I'm feeling stuck right now. How do I take that and apply it to the place so I can now break past that that block? Welcome to the Melanin Medicine and Motherhood podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Omolara Thomas Uemedimo pediatrician, researcher, professor, wife, and mom of two girls. Like many women of color in medicine, I sacrificed my personal life for my professional career for years until I found myself in a hospital with a new chronic illness and completely burned out. It's now my mission to ensure that other accomplished women of color in medicine don't repeat my mistakes. So on this podcast, me and my guests will share our stories of the obstacles we continue to face, how we overcome them, and lessons we've learned to achieve both personal and professional fulfillment by finding our true purpose and achieving our vision. Whether you're a woman of color in medicine or not, I hope you get inspired, get ideas, get a plan, and get to work. And most importantly, I hope you learn how essential it is to finally put yourself first. Welcome to the sisterhood. Welcome to Melanin Medicine Motherhood podcast. And this is episode 34. And I actually wanted for this week, I wanted to bring you inside our Facebook group this week, which is uh oh, what's today? <laughs> this week, which is um started June twenty second. Actually, I'm recording this the morning after we completed our first day of our pivot into your purpose workshop. If you're anywhere near my Instagram, my Facebook page, even my Twitter, um, you know about the pivot into your purpose workshop, which is a five day workshop specifically for black women physicians to help you level up, help you stop settling for life as it is and start feeling more fulfilled. And so we had a great response in the Facebook group. We've had so many new members join. The workshop is happening exclusively in our group. And the only way that people can get in is actually to register. Um, Just to share that with you, it's bit.ly, B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash Pivot, capital P-I-V-O-T, capital W-O-R-K-S-H-O-P. Pivot Workshop. Please use the capitals. It's actually case sensitive. But in any case, if you follow me on any of my social media, you'll see the links to the workshop. So I wanted to bring you in this week so that you could actually hear some of what we're delivering. And so um, this podcast episode is actually day one. And day one session was really about using your past to carve out your purpose. And we had some mind-blowing epiphanies that happened in the workshop. I omitted most of them because um, of confidentiality, but I wanted to give you the meat um, and really be able to take what you have from here and start moving forward. And definitely, if you are a Black woman physician, if you're feeling like you're unfulfilled, you're stuck, you're frustrated, burnt out, this is the workshop that's specifically created for you. 
Um, and so definitely join us. It's not too late. We have replays and watch parties and we also have giveaways <laughs> and everyone loves free stuff, right? Okay. So definitely come on in, come join us. It's bit.ly, B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash pivot workshop. And I'm really excited to share this with you. So without further ado, here's day one. Our goal today is to use our past to carve out our purpose, okay? You're going to take a line, you're just gonna draw a horizontal line from left side all the way to right. On the left side, it's gonna have a zero to mention like zero years old. And then somewhere on the line, you wanna depict what your age is and, and, and mark a vertical short line there, okay? And then the rest of the line, from that line on to the future, it's basically the rest of your life, okay? But in between where you've marked your age and zero, I want you to, on the top of that horizontal line, start carving out what are the important things that were positive that have happened in your life. And at the bottom of that horizontal line, I want you to start putting what are the negative, negative things that have happened in your life, okay? Now, this is what we're going to do. What I want to ask you, while you're doing that, I'm going to tell you a little bit about why we're doing this. Resilience has three things that are important for us, okay? Resil and I want you to write this down, write this down. One is authentically knowing your reality, even if it's horrible, even if it's just basically being able to be cognizant of what has happened to me is really important for resilience and having an understanding that it all wasn't good and it, I mean, it all has, some of it has been good, but some of it has been bad. That's the first thing. The second thing is a deep belief. Usually a deep belief in the fact that something is pulling you to something greater. And that is usually, um, I, I would say, circumscribed by your values and having those values that are knowing that there's a deep belief that there's something else that is, there's a reason for all of this. And then the last thing that happens with people who are really resilient is that they are actually able to improvise, quite improvise solutions. So I usually call it the three R's, okay? The three R's are basically reality. So people who are able to face their reality for all of it, not just the good, not the optimists, but also the people who are able to see it, right? Realists. Um, the other thing is being able to actually, excuse me, have resolve. That means making meaning of the, of what has happened to you, making some meaning around what, why did this happen? And being able to have that deep belief guided by your values. And then the third is reimagine. Okay. And really being able to say, okay, you see that line there? You have all of this life left now. How can I take what happened on the left side of this line and get the lessons from that to actually pour into the rest, the right side of this line so that I have more positives <laughs> than negatives, okay? Does that make sense? Let me know in the chat if that makes sense. Okay, seems like people are probably done now. So I want you now to look at your experiences. And I want you to tell me there's four categories that your experiences will sit in. The first thing that I want you to write underneath hills, okay, is I want you to write what helped you achieve your hills? What helped you achieve them? 
That's the question I want you to write. Don't do anything else. And then under valleys, I want you to write what helped you survive and persevere through them? Question mark. Okay. Hills, what helped you achieve this? Valleys, what helped you survive and persevere? Makes sense. Awesome. 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 Okay. So when you do that, I want you to think of four things, four categories, okay? You're going to think of mind, okay? Mind categories. So these are the things that are potentially buckets where you can start to kind of think about what are the things that help me. So what I need you to do is that just before we look at your list of like positive, negative, before we do that, I want you to put in four corners of it. So what I did was I put like, um, I'm just trying to show you, I put spirit, I put mind here, I put spirit there, I put um, body here, and I put community there. So I'll explain to you what that means. But I just want to give you an idea of where to write it. So basically mind, mind means things that you did that were mindful that were had to go with going inward. So were there things that you did to help you achieve or help you persevere that had to do with exploring questions or reading or reimagining things or visioning or thinking through things? Were those, that's that category of, of actions. The second category is spirit. Spirit has to do with what are things that may have been more around either prayer, getting to figuring out is there a bigger kind of purpose and really creating a connection with the universe. Medi uh, make, some of you may be meditation. Some of you, it may be devotionals, other things like that. That's some certain actions. The other action is body. Body category has to do with being either physically active in some way, walking, running. Maybe these were things that helped you to persevere just or create creative expression, using your hands, being artistic, dance, those kind of things. Put that in one category. And then the last category is community. For you, it may have been something like you needed to connect. That was what helped you persevere. You needed to share the problem with somebody. You needed to bring people together. That was what helped you persevere or helped you achieve. You needed to ask for help. Those kind of things. Community, connecting. So I want you to look at your hills and your valleys. So I want you to look at your hills and look at Try to t tell me kind of what are the themes that you see in terms of things that helped you achieve, okay? You can put, and you might have stuff in each of these boxes. You might have things in the mind, in the spirit, in the body, in the community, but you'll have one box that is a lot more dominant, okay? And I want you to just take note of that. In addition, you had valleys and somehow you got back up to a hill. So what I want you to do is I want you now to think about how did I go from that valley to that hill? How did that happen exactly? Because that was a bad valley. Like I think about my aunt's death from breast cancer and then I think about immediately after that having my child, my first child. And so I think about kind of what was it that helped me to get from being so low and down to now getting to that point? Was it, what did I do? Was it connecting with people? Was it going in and, and doing work on myself? Why is this important? This is important because 
we need to, we a lot of times waste time in getting to our target and getting to our purpose because we don't know what we have done in the past and we don't tap into that now for these next steps. What I know right now is that all of you have been resilient through many things. And the only way that you could have been that resilient was because you had some purpose. So today I said, you know, using your past to carve out your purpose, but I forgot one word, which is using your past to carve out your purpose again. You all have had purpose, but you are evolving beings just like I am. So even if it does not mean because you're unfulfilled or you're stuck or frustrated, it does not mean that you were wrong in the past. It means you are a normal human being who evolves. And now it's about rediscovering what is it that you're meant to do at this point. What I want you to do, I hope underneath each of those, um, you have actual actions or examples of things that you know that fall under that so that you can tap into those and the, the next thing i want you to think about is basically thinking about what are the what if you describe your hills so i want you to now go to your hills and i want you to describe your hills in one word i want you to think about what's the underlying word underneath them so i so one of the examples is I went to Malawi to do work with HIV infected children. So I put under that service, helping. Um, I put under my research diversity NIH grant. I put um, very hard, worked working a hard worker, work ethic. Um, I put down for, what was it? Oh, when I created a global health program, I put down, I can create complex things. So what I'm trying to do there is I'm trying to pull out from you, if that makes sense. I'm trying to pull out from you in the hills. What are the things that are that continue, that are like words and themes that come out from that that you can start to start to realize actually might be related to your purpose? Because at some point that was fulfilling. That's something that's come to mind for you. So that means that it connects to some part of your body that says, this is purposeful work. This was meaningful work. And that's what we're looking for. We're looking for the opportunity to be fulfilled, opportunity to not feel stuck, the opportunity to feel like you're moving forward. And that comes from meaningful work. We're actually going to go into this tomorrow where we're gonna talk about um, success and really um, go do a deep dive into that a little bit. And we're gonna talk about blocks that make us not think about our success as related to us. Let me know in the, in the chat or in the comments if you've ever said, um, when somebody, if, when somebody uh, commented on a success you had, Oh, you know, that was nothing. You know, it was, I, I don't know what happened. If anyone's ever done that, that's what tomorrow is for, okay? Because we need to like literally take that away, that whole idea of distancing ourselves from our accomplishments and start to connect that because that's going to be key for moving into our next level and our purpose. We have to take that, own it, and then see how is it actually supposed to either grow, expand, look differently for our future. And what I ask you to do is I'll ask you to actually see if you can add more into each of these sections, into the valleys and into the hills. Why I'm saying the valleys as well is because you need to identify 
what are the things, what are the patterns that you use, right? Really being clear about what are the patterns that you use to go from your valleys to your hills. And the more valleys you can identify, the more actual um, opportunities you have to actually look at what are those patterns that have been, that have been um, consistent throughout your life. Um, we're going to talk about doing a postmortem tomorrow and what that means um, in terms of how we get past, how we overcome, how we become resilient, what are the things that we do. For all of you to get the most out of this, it's really important for you not to do things halfway because you don't want your outcome to be uh, halfway. You want it to be a full, really important outcome. And why I say this is because too often we're doing everything else except bettering ourselves and improving ourselves. And then we realize at the end that we've sacrificed ourselves. Okay. And uh, it may not come right away. Okay. You might need a little bit more time. So let me tell, let me give you an example. I'm an introvert. I'm a, and I know that seems weird to people, but I am an introvert. I'm an extroverted introvert and I need to take in information and get all, write all my notes incessantly and then take it in, go to my quiet, non-interactive space and then digest it, if that makes sense. What I ask you to do is I want you to think about what actions, what people, what thoughts and what behaviors. Why am I mentioning thoughts in this? Like, why am I mentioning thoughts? We know that thoughts are actually the predecessor of feelings which are the predecessor of actions, which are the predecessor of habits, which are the predecessor of character, which are the predecessor of legacy, of what you end up doing in your life. And so it starts with a thought. So I want to know even not only the things or the, the actions that you've done, but also the people, because we need to recognize who those people are. And then we also need to think about what are the thoughts that we're telling ourselves that either made us achieve or that helped us survive or persevere. Because those are gonna be the affirmations that we're going to need to attack the actual negative thoughts that constantly come up, that we're given messages about, that we're told um, through, ma I don't call them microaggressions, macroaggressions that we get every day in our workplaces. So that's gonna be extremely important for you to recognize the thoughts. So I want actions, people, thoughts, or behaviors that were responsible for your hills. If you can do all of those, that helps you to really have a whole like huge um, uh, you know, armamentarium of tools that you can use to help now make sure that whatever that purpose is, is actually going to move forward. The other thing it does, the parts where we look at the themes of your hills, which we'll do more, is it helps to uncover what are the things that seem to be aligned with my purpose, because that's the meaningful work. Those are the hills, those are the things that come out at us. That's the, that's the, that's the work that we are meant to do. Number two, what actions, people, thoughts, or behaviors were responsible for you climbing out of your valleys, okay? And once again, I want the thoughts and I want the people because a lot of times those come, those like get left on the wayside and those are actually some of the most important things. We'll need strategic partners to, to move our purpose along. We'll need affirmations and literally thoughts every day 
to make sure that we actually move forward. It's not just the idea, it's literally staying steadfast in it. And sometimes that requires thought. And then I want you to talk about the patterns, okay? So take some time. So all of this is the work that we just did, but just with a little deeper thing, you might wanna put it together and make sure that it's coherent to you and really like constructed well together. I think that's gonna be really important for you. Remember, one of the big things of why we do this together is that we need to share with each other. Too often, we have fallen away from the sister circle. So if you look at this chat, what it does is it helps us all to reconnect and get closer to each other and not feel isolated. And too often as physicians, as black women, we just get so isolated into our own. So because too often when we're deficit minded, we're like, well, this is how life has to be. It's just, there's not, there's nothing nothing good ever happened to me. Um, that, uh, oh well, you know, I'll just have to grin and bear my life. It's not true. It's not true. Not at all. Okay? The three R's are, you are basically a realist. That you take, you face the whole part of your reality. You're not focusing on one piece, the accomplishments. You're not solely focusing on the challenges. But you're taking, taking all of it. That's the first one for resilience. The second R, remember that is resolve. That there's some deep belief that there's something else. That this all is for a reason. There's making a meaning out of this. And that's the internal work that I want, I'm hoping this is starting to uncover for you. Okay? Then the third piece is now being reimaginative. Okay? So being able to improvise solutions. Saying, actually, let me look at my life right now. What are the things that I'm noticing are my resilience patterns? The things that I notice are actually actual themes that have patterns that have uh, that I've had in my life for the specific place where I'm feeling stuck right now. How do I take that and apply it to the place so I can now break past that that block? If that makes sense. And so I'm excited because you all have had purpose and you've all moved towards that. You all have been resilient to getting there. It's just now there may be something more that you're meant to do or something different that you're meant to do. Because right now, whatever it is that you're doing, for a lot of you who have come into here, it's not fulfilling you. It's, it, there's, there's a block, there's something. And so we need to rediscover what that new evolution of your purpose is. And that's what we'll do this week. All right, have a good night, everyone. Take care, bye. So I hope you enjoyed this episode and thanks so much for spending time with us here today. I really hope you learned something new. And as always, these conversations don't stop here, but actually continue in our free private Facebook group, Melanin Medicine and Motherhood, where our members not only get to hear these conversations first, but also get to ask our guests questions about their journey. If you are a Black woman physician, you can join that group by going to melaninmedicinemotherhood.com forward slash Facebook group to connect with other ambitious Black women physicians like you who refuse to settle for the status quo and are meant for more. Also, if this is your first time listening, know that we are here every Wednesday with a brand new episode. So make sure you subscribe. You can go to your favorite app to stream podcasts and subscribe so you never miss an episode. You can do that directly if you go to melaninmedicinemotherhood.com forward slash podcast and click leave a review. 
That'll put you in Apple Podcasts where you can click on the subscribe button. And if you scroll down, you can leave a five-star review and let me know in a few sentences what you thought about the podcast. If you let me know how the show has actually affected your life as a woman of color in medicine, you might hear your comments in our next episode. And lastly, if this touched you, please share this episode. My mission is to get the word out and help more of us women who are melanin in medicine to live the life of our dreams, not settle and live the lives we deserve. So you can take a screenshot of the episode, share it on social media and tag me at Melanin Medicine Motherhood on Facebook or Instagram. I love connecting with you and will reply immediately to show my love for your love of the show. So thank you for being here and I will be back next week to share, learn, and grow with you. And don't forget, always put yourself first. See you next week.